The Super Bowl is right around the corner. Let's recap. How did the Bengals get here? How did the Rams get here? And the Super Bowl props that you need to know about. We got all that and more on today's episode of Locked On NFL. You are Locked On NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Locked On NFL Podcast. Coming to you here from Super Week. You can hear it. If you're on YouTube, you can see it. I'm Luke Braun. This is Ross Jackson. It's Tuesday. You got the Tuesday crew. We have a whole bunch of cool stuff to talk about. The first thing we are going to talk about is the crazy wild ride that the Bengals took to get here to L.A. to the Super Bowl. Not many people had it. Almost nobody had it preseason. Few people had it even at the beginning of the playoffs, even at the beginning of the AFC Championship game. Great underdogs, the Cincinnati Bengals. We had uh, Jake Lisko of Locked On Bengals to talk about it. Bo Brock, the Locked On NFL podcast here in Los Angeles. The site, Super Bowl 56, Cincinnati Bengals, Los Angeles Rams. Jake Lisko, Locked On Bengals. Jake, this is uh, one of the most wild rides to the big game. I think I can't even remember. Of course, there's like the Niners a couple years ago. They went from drafting second overall to the big game. Then you have the Bengals, four wins a year ago. Joe Burrow coming off ACL surgery. How did they pull this off? A culmination of events, right? It's, it takes a lot going right to go from being the, the third least likely team in preseason odds to go to the Super Bowl to making it to the game. Health on their side, the defense coming together, hitting on all of those free agents that they signed on the defensive side of the ball. Joe Burrow staying healthy, getting healthier as the season went on, playing great. Jamar Chase not carrying over the preseason drops, at least in a detrimental fashion to the regular season. A lot of things really went right for this team and they got to the point they're at off of great defensive adjustments in the playoffs along the way and here we are. Here we are, Joe Burrow. Uh, I mean, is it fair to say though, he's been the driving force ever since, you know, the Ohio kid was drafted by, you know, his home state team, the Bengals. Has he been the driving force for this turnaround? I would say that a lot of it, you would say, goes back to Joe Burrow, right? The confidence that he has exuded and has rubbed off on his teammates, the personality that has been absorbed by his teammates in Cincinnati absolutely is the driving force, has been the biggest factor in them winning games this season. But, you know, like I said, a lot really did go right for this team. And, and the defense has been a reason they've won in the playoffs. And you can't tell the story of the Cincinnati Bengals without Jamar Chase over Penny Sewell. Yeah, I mean, going back to last year's draft, they make the decision to go with the playmaker. The, uh, obviously, he has a rapport with his quarterback. They won a championship at LSU. I mean, it seems strange to everybody probably watching and kind of following this long, strange trip with them. But... I mean, it's not strange to Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow, it doesn't seem like. No, it's, it's funny. It seems like even Joe Burrow's dad, you know, football coach, yeah. defensive guy, what does he want for his son? He wants to protect his son, right? But he knows Jamar Chase, and he knows how good Jamar Chase was going to be. So even the defensive coach who wants to protect his son on the Cincinnati Bengals <laughs> was on board for Jamar Chase. We were also on board for Jamar Chase, by the way, on the Locked On Bengals podcast. You might remember <laughs> o- over a year ago or a little bit less than a year ago when we did our 
mock draft as a network. We were on Jamar Chase for that as well. Yeah, you guys brought your receipts. You're going to show them to anybody that cares That's out right. here on Radio Row, the mecca of the NFL world. We've all descended upon Los Angeles here, and uh, we're going to be talking to the biggest guests all week long here on the Lockdown NFL podcast. Let's talk about what's going to be the key to victory as we sit here on Monday. Monday. What stands out to you about the game that's going to be played six days from now? You know, it's how the Bengals' offense, I think, is going to adapt to the presence that is Aaron Donald, Leonard Floyd, Von Miller on the defensive line for the Los Angeles Rams. And on the other side, it's how are the Rams going to choose to defend Jamar Chase? These are the intermingled factors that I think will really go a long way in telling whether the Bengals' offense is able to keep up. And then on the other side, you wonder which version of Matt Stafford is going to show up. That was the question when the Bengals played the Chiefs. Will it be buzzsaw Mahomes or will it be mistake-prone Mahomes that we saw earlier in the year? And they got both, but a little bit more of column B. So that's a question for Matt Stafford as well. We have great content coming to you all week long, the Locked On NFL podcast, and of course, Jake and James over at Locked On Bengals. Make sure you're following along. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Lockdown Bengals and Lockdown NFL. So from being completely doubted during the NFL draft, right? They should have gone offensive line. They shouldn't have gone with yeah. Jamar Chase, all that, to now competing in the Super Bowl because of Jamar, Jamar Chase, Chase, right? Yeah. And, and Joe connection. Burrow and all. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So how do you feel about these guys? I mean, Jake's obviously pumped. Sure. Bengals band should Bengals fans should be pumped. I'm pumped. How I mean, are you yeah. feeling about the Bengals? They, they have this dynamic duo forever and ever, right? right. So like uh, the great future and all that stuff to be pumped about, but even in this game. It's funny, I, I remember a lot of those debates, and I, I think it's so different for the Bengals than anybody else because they had Joe Burrow and they had that connection, you know, pre-baked in. Right. If that were the Lions picking fifth overall, it might have been a different call. Yeah. Um, but obviously that was a call that worked out, and he's he's so dynamic and fun, and he just finds ways to turn routine plays into touchdowns. That reminds me of a weird gene Odell Beckham had, who's on the other side. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's it's just so fun. So win or lose, or even if they never make it back or whatever, it's just a fun thing to watch for, forever and ever. Bengals fans have to be hyped on that. Yeah, absolutely. And this is a team that, with the Bengals, is kind of doing it the opposite way. We'll talk about the Rams in a moment, but kind of do it the opposite way of the Rams. I feel like they're building. and bargain bin. Right, yeah. right. It's a lot of draft. It's a lot of, like, lo, not low-level, but, like, mid-tier free yeah, agents. Yeah, yeah. Trey Hendrickson they paid, of course, but guys like Von Miller who have made such a big impact, for instance, and in going out and adding some veterans and all that. Yeah. I love the way that the Bengals have sort of shown the kind of diametrically opposed roster-building approach that can still take you to a championship. Yeah, it's funny because whenever we get into the Super Bowl, there always seems to be, oh, okay, this is the way to do it. And everybody yeah. kind of wants to turn their team into who at last year, everybody wanted to become the Bucks. Yep. You know, who wins the Super Bowl? Everybody wants to be the Chiefs. And there's two very different ways to do it, and I think that's true. There are multiple ways to build a contending NFL team, yep. but you got to be successful at whatever way you choose to do. Um, but yeah, you could do like a, a team of Jesse Bates plus Chidobia Woozies. Right. Woozies. <laughs> like that's a way to make a team or you can make a team out of Jalen Ramsey's and Odell Beckham's Yeah. and, you know, make this your thing. And, and if it falls apart after it falls apart after, but this is your one run, you can do that. Right. And I love seeing the Bengals kind of show we haven't seen that kind of team get to the Super Bowl in a while and I yeah. love that and a, but a big part of it is Burrow and Chase yeah absolutely absolutely the dynamic duo so we'll see them over on the offensive side you know I love my LSU players of so course I you love do. seeing those guys you got Tyler Shelvin over on the defensive side some former New Orleans Saints on the defensive side too so I got a lot of love for the Bengals but I got to tell you 
when it comes to the roster building approaches, I like what the Rams do more than I like what okay. the Bengals did. Let's talk about that and more. We'll also hear from Travis Rogers, host of Locked on Rams, yeah. to tell us about how they got to this point where they're playing on Sunday. Before we get to that, though, there is nothing. Let me actually ask you, is there anything more fun than betting on Super Bowl prop bets? Not in the whole universe. Not in the whole universe. It is, I think you called it betting Christmas yesterday. Yeah, it is, it is right? betting Christmas for it sure. It is betting Christmas. And you absolutely have to find everything that you need by heading over to betonline.net. They've got you covered on all of the props, all of the odds, all the lines, everything that you could ever imagine they've got for you over at the website all throughout the playoffs and, of course, with the Super Bowl right around the corner. They remain the best place for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season and going into the offseason as well. So there's a ton for you to take a look at and it's not just about football they've got basketball men's women's hoops uh college and pro hoops everything that you need there they've also got nhl they've got ufc they've got mma all of it is there for you so don't wait go and check out all of the amazing offers that are there waiting for you throughout the rest of that 2022 season bet online where the game starts and of course when you were talking about winning some money i always like to always win I want the guaranteed yeah. dub. You know what I mean? I want the guaranteed Nothing like a 100% bet. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a 100% bet with the GetUpside app. Because as long as you go to the select gas stations and you have this app downloaded, you're going to get cash back yep. on those gas prices. We are that here easy. in Los Angeles right now where gas prices are too damn high. Yeah. They are very high. Did you know it's $25 a gallon? <laughs> <laughs> it certainly feels like it. It's fantastic, though, because we have the GetUpside app, and it makes it so much easier because as you fill up at the pump, you end up getting cash back. And if you use the promo code TOUCHDOWN when you download the app for free from your App Store, Google Play, wherever it is that you get your apps, then you're going to get $0.25 cents back per gallon on your first fill-up or more, or more. So go and check them out. That is going to be the GetUpside app. You can have it directly directly to your bank account you can have it deposited to your paypal you can do gift cards i like doing the amazon gift cards myself yeah that way sure. i you know at least have some kind of a budget and i control myself <laughs> i have money problems but anyway <laughs> let me not bother you with that let me solve your money problems with the get upside app go and download it for free don't forget that promo code touchdown all right so we talked a little bit about the bengals but let's talk about the rams too who like you said have taken a completely different route to get to the super bowl this is the second super bowl they've been in the Sean McVay era. Yep. Of course, they went in 2018, didn't win that. Scored three points. Yeah, hopefully they do in better 2018. than 2018, when something <laughs> happened, when another team that could have scored more than three points should have been there. I'm just saying. All right, anyway. Don't talk ahead. to me about Super Bowls another team should have been in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's, let's, let's cut this and go to the Rams before this gets ugly, huh? <laughs> okay, so it's Travis Rogers from Locked on Rams. So how exactly did the Rams get here? How did they get on the verge of winning their first world championship as the Los Angeles Rams, there are three things that I think are the most important reasons why they are where they are. They were incredibly bold at the beginning of the season. They didn't do a half measure. They didn't decide to go a little bit further than they had before. They didn't decide that a small tweak here, a small tweak there might be enough for them to get a little bit further than they had in previous seasons. They went huge. They went and got a high-level quarterback and paid an astronomical price to get him. They go and get Matthew Stafford. They trade him for Jared Goff along with two first-round draft picks. The Rams have not had a first-round draft pick since they drafted Jared Goff way back when they decided that this was the answer to their problem and they went all in on it there were no off ramps there were no yeah buts there were no plan b's if this didn't work they had painted themselves into a corner something serious and now it paid off they got one more win to go before they get the ultimate payback in this they were incredibly bold along the way number two 
they didn't panic when things went bad in November. Sometimes when you look, it's the NFL. We all know this, right? They're, everybody's pretty good, and you're going to hit a patch where it doesn't look like you're ever going to win a game again. That was the entire month of November for the Rams. They were 0-3 in that month with losses to Tennessee, San Francisco, and Green Bay, and all of them featured a pick six from Matthew Stafford. It could have been very easy at that point to try to maybe reconfigure or go back to the drawing board and come up with something where maybe you didn't have Matthew Stafford as the main feature of your offense. They didn't do that at all. Sean McVay believed in what it was that his offense was, believed in his defense, that they were going to get a little bit better, that the special teams would start to come around again, something that they had really struggled with almost the entire season long, and it turned. They got to November, or they should say they got out of November, they got into December, and everything started to look a lot like it had earlier and continues to look that way coming up here in the Super Bowl in just a few days. And lastly, they were better at the end of the season than they were at the beginning. Think about what it was. They were coming out of November. Nothing had really gone right for them for the better part of a month. They beat Jacksonville at the beginning of December. It's Jacksonville, right? Jacksonville was having a terrible season, so it was the ultimate get-right game when they needed it. But after that was that Monday night football game against the Arizona Cardinals, the COVID game, where the Rams found out just a few hours before kickoff that their guys, uh, five starters, five starters were going to miss that game, and they had to go in there and do it. And by the way, Arizona best record in the NFC. Arizona top record, uh, top seed in the NFC. The Rams barely holding on to a playoff position at this point. And they go in there, and they not only win, but they take care of business and kind of put everybody on notice that the Rams were back, that the Cardinals might not have been what we thought they were. That was a huge opportunity for them. The second game against San Francisco was another chance for them to finish the show. Now, they didn't do it, right? We know what happened there. They blew that big lead in the second half. San Francisco ultimately ends up beating them in overtime. But instead of that being the end of the line and dropping from the second seed down to the fourth seed and fizzling out in the playoffs, they went back to work. They got San Francisco again, as it turns out, in the NFC Championship game, and they kind of flipped the script on them. They were the ones that were down by 10 points in the second half. They were the ones that had to stage a comeback to win the game, this time to go to the Super Bowl, and they were able to do it. They were bold. They trusted each other. They didn't panic, and when they got an opportunity to finish the show, they did, and now they are one win away against Cincinnati from calling themselves Super Bowl champions. Big thanks to Travis Rogers, yeah, yeah, yeah. our new slash old host of Locked on Rams, coming back to the network. Fantastic guy doing pre, half game, and post with the Rams and bringing you daily stuff over on Locked on Rams. Thanks, as always, for making us your first listen of the day, of course, and also checking out Locked on Rams, Locked on Bengals on the way to the Super Bowl. And the Rams are on the way to the Super Bowl because of what I think is one of my favorite roster-building uh, roster building approaches, which is just being reckless and just <laughs> getting rid of – all the draft process, all the draft uh, capital and everything, go with performance, go with proven over potential. I'm yeah. down for it 10 times out of 10. I'll even go further. I don't know if it's that reckless. It's because really not. Here's the deal. No. The, the Rams feel reckless because they trade away draft picks all the time. They just don't value draft picks as Yeah, they're Oprah else. with the draft picks. So man. if you want to think about it like in an economic sense, mm -hmm. if I have something that isn't worth as much to me as it is to you, I'm going to be able to get a deal. Right. I think this thing's worth $10. You think it's worth $20. I can get you to pay $20, and then I feel like I made out like a bandit. Yep. And that's basically what the Rams are doing with draft picks. Um, and there are some deals that that feel on everybody else's scale, like two first-round picks for Jalen Ramsey. Whoa. I'm, I mean, Jalen Ramsey is, like, probably the best corner in the league. Right. Like, like yeah. or at least arguably. Top up there. Yeah. And so, that, like, of course that worked, or was it worth it or whatever, but it was worth it to the Rams, who don't yeah. think a first-round pick is worth that much. Yeah, absolutely. And I am 100% of that mind. I love covering the draft. I 
love the senior yeah. bowl. I love the combine. I love the draft. I love draft prospects. I love seeing people's dreams come true when they make it to the NFL. Absolutely love all of it. However, I'm not really married to draft picks. I don't really no. value them from my perspective as a media person the way that some other media folks might, right? And so if I can trade you a first-round pick and get something that I think is worth That we know is good level, versus right? somebody we don't know is good. Right, That's right. the whole logic. You yeah. never know if they're going to pan out. So if I can get somebody that I know is proven that works in a system that I can see at a high level, that has played at the highest level of competition, I'm 100% down with giving up the idea of potential in order to bring in something that's proven. Yeah, and what makes the draft fun is also what makes draft picks not as valuable, at least if you right. ask the Rams and Les Snead, because we don't know who's going to be good. That's kind of what makes it fun to cover. That's right. And it's all sky-high potential, which is what makes it super valuable to everybody, right? Yep. Your first-round pick, that's a superstar for sure, I promise. <laughs> Always but, an all-pro. <laughs> right. But the Rams understand that there are outcomes attached to that asset that are maybe not so good, right? For that sure. there are Laquan Treadwells to, for my Vikings one. Like, there, are, it happens. So trade that away for an Odell Beckham or for a Jalen Ramsey or something, and, and you get it, or a Matt Stafford, yep. and, and, and you build a team that way, and that can work. And, like, uncertainty is fun, which is why gambling is fun, <laughs> which we're going to talk about, too. We're going to talk to Dave Mason of Bet Online here in just a minute. Yeah, we're going to get to all those Super Bowl props. But before we get to that, I want to let you know today's episode of Locked on NFL is brought to you by our good friends over at Rock Auto Family Business. They've been helping auto, auto parts customers. almost said audio parts. We're the audio parts. Auto parts customers <laughs> for over 20 years online. Make it super easy on yourself. You need something for your car. Luke filled me in. He is the guy that ended up not buying the windshield wipers but buying the just blade. the blades. Just like a little three dollars and sixty one cents, yeah. and you won't get streaks on your windshield like right. ever. And that thing just slides on and off. Yeah, and you just got to make sure you get the right length, like measured out. Yeah, that's it. Save me a ton of money doing that. And I was able to do that through RockAuto.com. Just have it delivered directly to my door. Didn't have to go anywhere. Didn't have to mask up. Didn't have to do any of that stuff. Just got to get everything delivered directly to me. Go out there, slide it on, and then be good. Brake, uh, brake pads, brake fluid. You need. Uh, I don't know. I guess it's getting it's getting cold in some places. Not here the ice in scraper. Los Angeles, but you yeah. got the ice scrapers that you can get. All that stuff. So go and check out RockAuto.com. Don't forget to let them know that Locked On sent you by writing Locked On the How'd You Hear About Us section. Amazing selection, reliable low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need at RockAuto.com. All right, continuing on here, it is Locked On NFL. We are at the Super Bowl. It's Super Week. Radio Row. Hear it, feel it. Look at it if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, let's let's talk to to Dave Mason. He is uh, he works for BetOnline.net, mm-hmm. um, a lovely partner here at the Locked On Locked On Network. And we talked about Super Bowl props. Really excited to share the conversation with you. All right, everybody here on the Locked On NFL podcast at the Super Bowl with Dave Mason, BetOnline at Dave Mason B O L on Twitter. Dave, thank you so much for joining us. Um, let's just start at the thing. Is probably the biggest thing the biggest bet you guys have for the Super Bowl spread over under tell me where we're at yeah uh without a doubt I mean there's we, I'm sure we're going to talk about props there's a gazillion props loaded but the big the stuff that gets the most action of course the bread and butter is a spread total money mm-hmm. line current currently we have the Rams at four, four point favorites they opened at three and a half got bet up to four and a half and down Back down to four. The total's currently 48 and a half. That opened 49 and a half. So we're down 48 and a half. Yeah, it's always so interesting how that stuff kind of fluctuates over the course of the week. And like when I'm betting, that's something that I'm always trying to watch is like, am I betting something? You know, am I taking them at minus four and a half when I could wait three days and get them at minus three and a half? And that's always this weird thing. Sure. Um, 
I, I'm sure you guys are watching that at the same with with similar intrigue. <laughs> oh, sure. No, I mean, you know, no one can predict the odds. Not even the sports book can predict the odds 100. I mean, y- 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 the the odds are, you know, what we feel is the right number, and then we let sharp action dictate it. Sharp mm-hmm. action means long term winners uh, that that get the best of the number and public on especially on a game like the super bowl the public will have more influence mm-hmm. um like the other like the other day it was four and a half and and a player bet a hundred thousand dollars on the Bengals at plus four and a half so that that moved the odds they he, mm-hmm. another player bet the uh money line Bengals outright for obscene amount of money so that moved the odds um so so yeah it's i mean as of now as of now, that the betters are on the Bengals. Sixty-four percent of the cash is on the Bengals getting the points, and and about fifty-three percent is on the Bengals outright to win outright. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, as of now, bet online is going to be Rams fans. And if you're just going off public action, um, it might go down to three and a half. It really could. Um, yeah, it's still the hook point. So though. much volume on this. Yeah. Absolutely. So we're, you know, there's so much volume. We'll see if the Rams betters are holding out. It's always interesting. I mean, so much money comes in late, but uh, right now team bet online needs the Rams, but we'll see. Well, yeah, long, a a long week ahead of us. Right. Um, So let's, here's the deal. What I really want to talk to you about is uh, the, the fun stuff chatting here with uh, Dave Mason at bet online at bet online or at, uh, at Dave Mason B O L on Twitter. And uh, I want to talk about the fun stuff a little bit. One of my favorite bets, I take this every year, and I think I lose it every year, so you're welcome, um, is whether or not there will be a scoring drive shorter than the national anthem. It's so degenerate and fun. And I guess my question is, how do you come up with weird, like I was just scrolling through and uh, the, you're betting on like the price of a board ape NFT at halftime. Like, how do you come up with this stuff? Right. Well, I mean, some of the stuff, you know, something like that, the national anthem, I, you know, we do have, we do come up with a number for the over under national anthem. So we have mm-hmm. that number and it goes by, you know, tradition and, you know, prior mm-hmm. national anthem that this woman has sang and, and there is not a lot of data on her out there. Sure. Then you add to, you add a little bit of time to it because it is a Super Bowl. Whenever we find uh, these singers, and they have a national, you know, a few national anthems on the Super or on YouTube, right? You know, you can always add a few seconds on at the Super Bowl, world's biggest stage. They always go a little bit longer. That brave at the end is a little is a little bit longer than it usually is. They they want to milk that biggest stage for everything they got. So you, we have that number. Then scoring drives, we we have those kind of numbers, and we just put the odds up, put some juice on it, and then let the betters dictate. Um, yeah. You know, some of this stuff is a little bit more difficult to come up with. But, you know, a lot of these wacky things, there is some data behind it, I guess. You know, uh, but a lot of this stuff, it's no, it's just a few of us and coming up with an idea. And uh, what do you think it is? What do you think it is? What do you? Okay, well, let's meet in the middle, throw it up and let people bet it. Yeah. And there's, there's just this, like this wisdom of crowds thing that can solve it. Like, how do you figure out the odds for the Gatorade color? Is that also just, you're letting the crowd figure it out? Or is that something like, well, maybe it's orange because the Bengals are an orange team. So the odds that the Bengals (laughs) win or that, or or is it more about, I mean, are you studying what color their Gatorade was? Can you find a clip on the broadcast where you could see inside someone's cup? Like, how are you figuring, how are you gathering that data for something so off the wall and wacky? Well, you know, for, for, for one, we use 
we have what we've used years before and there's there's mm-hmm. always kind of a template you know it's a rough template but there is a hierarchy um then you you do look at some what what the teams have used before and you know that the big story two years ago um what was the purple there was a hot rumor i remember this yeah there's a hot rumor that the winner was gonna dump purple and purple's always the long shot sure Um, i think i lost money on this actually no i I, I did no i did (laughs) (laughs) i bought into the rumor the rumor was purple because kobe bryant passed yeah that was it before that so it was going to be a tribute to Kobe Bryant, and it was San Francisco against KC, and that shot up. That went oh. from like 14 to 1 to even money. There's so many people. And it was a valid rumor, but the rumor what that came from the Niners. So when oh. KC won, yeah. They were yeah, orange. Yeah, yeah. I remember I bet red because purple yeah, shot too. up, and then that meant that gave – red better odds and i was like well it's san francisco and kansas city i'm betting red i'm taking the red and then it was orange and well yeah so needless <laughs> to say needless to say this year we can't we can't write a bet on purple this year they're at 12 to 1 but clears that clears yeah, sure. the, uh, clears the public play this year it's clear like, yeah okay seven to one and down to plus 150 i saw someone tweeting that uh the one team i, I can't even remember one of the teams always uses water blah 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 blah. so mm. there's just so much interesting stuff that goes into this you know that that's what makes it so much fun all right dave one more thing i just got to ask you of all of the wacky weird bets i don't want to i don't want to hear about cooper cup or joe mixon nah, nah, over nah. under I, what's your favorite wacky bet that you love betting on every year Every year. Um, wow. Well, you know, a lot of this stuff is original every year. Okay. This year, so this year then. This year then. This year, there's a few. I mean, um, the one I kind of like, it, well, it will, will Burrow be compared to Macaulay Calkin? That's a good one. <laughs> I mean, oh, come on. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, there's a lot of, a lot of new stuff too. And like these commercial props, I mean, with crypto and NFTs. Yeah. There's a lot of weird stuff there. Yeah. There's so many more and that I'm a kind of an older guy. So this is all kind of new to me, but it it is interesting. That just shows you how these props evolve year after year after year. I like the one, the halftime show. Well, either, uh, Dr. Dre, Eminem, Mm. Snoop Dogg. Who's who's the first guy? Yeah. Yeah. I like the cutaways. Yeah, I like that. And uh, will they will any of be showing smoking during the halftime right. performance? What what will Eminem be wearing? <laughs> what yeah, color exactly. is his hair, and what's going to be on his head? Exactly. Dave, thank you so much for your time. Um, you can find all of these bets at BetOnline.net. You can find Dave Mason at Dave Mason B O L. Thank you so much, Dave. Thanks for having me. All right, Luke. Which one are you most excited about? Is it the Gatorade color? Is it the halftime props? Which ones are you most excited um, about here? So the Gatorade color is an annual tradition for me. I love great losing one. money on that. <laughs> uh, the Macaulay Culkin one. I think I have to bet on that one. one. Now. That one had to <laughs> what about you? Uh, I I am a big fan of the Gatorade color. I love the halftime show sure. one. So I want to know: Are we going over ten and a half songs? Are we getting ten songs? Or are we getting eleven songs? Mm-hmm. I want to know if we're doing. Yo, know, who's going to come out first? What songs we played first? All that good stuff. What? will be the state of Eminem's hair. Oh. Will it be what color and what will be on it? Hood, hat, do-rag? Hood. hood? I'm going hooded. I'm feeling hood, too. I'm going hooded. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, I can't wait for these. I love me yeah. some Super Bowl props, and I love the Super Bowl. Yes. And we're here. 
We're all here. week. All week, all we week. are here at the Super Bowl. And by the way, Locked On NFL is doubling up. So there are two episodes a day. You're going to hear from us uh, later in the night as well. We'll do a little Radio Row recap for you. So you are going to be flush with Super Bowl coverage and content. We are going to make you feel like you're here with us, pal, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> buddy. <laughs> all right, all right. All right. We got it. This is getting this weird. Short. We appreciate you so much for being here with us for another episode of Locked on NFL. We will see you later on this evening with that Radio Row wrap-up, as uh, as Luke was talking about. Thanks, as always, for making us your first listen of the day or your first two listens of the day. For the next listen, while you're waiting for us to come back, make sure you check out, where is he? Q, your boy Q, he's right over there. Uh, he's going to be doing Locked On Bets, of course. We're helping you win some money with handicapping expert Lee Sterling. So go ahead and check him out wherever you get your podcast. And as always, we appreciate you being here for another episode of Locked On NFL, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.